So tell us about Swara. Yeah, Swara, uh, commonly translated as note. So first we will see what Swara is. Uh, anada having a definite single frequency is called a Swara. So we have seen on, in, our, in our previous videos that Nada gives rise to Shrutis, Shrutis give rise to Swaras and uh, finally Swaras uh, give rise to Ragas. And um, however, ragas, after having uh, you know, after having been created out of uh, swaras, they actually transcend the swaras and they go, they go by shrutis. So that part we will see later. Now, what we can understand from this is that um, in an octave or sthai between two shajjas or sa, we have identified tw twenty-two uh, pitch variations or um, the finest intervals, which we call as shrutis. Out of this, these 22 Shrutis, selected few uh, Shrutis to which we can assign definite frequencies will be termed as Swaras. So it is here important to understand what is the difference between a Shruti and Swara. Both Shruti and Swara uh, have frequencies, measurable frequencies, you can, you can uh, give a value. But uh, the frequency of a swara is more uh, striking, it is more pronounced, it is more notable. And swaras as defined by Sangeeta Ratnakara, swaras have the ability to uh, delight the human mind on their own. Shrutis do not have that. Swaras have the ability to delight the human mind on their own, so even without the help of a raga, we are just saying Ma Pada just the swara, it has it has a pleasing effect. So I don't need the help of a raga. And one an, another special feature of swara is that it leads to the creation of uh, ragas. So that is how these are the two basic points uh, based on which uh, a, a swara is different from a shruti, as defined in our tradition. And uh, going by Sangeeta Ratnakara again, it says Shruti Bhyas Yuhu Swaraha Shadjarshaba Gandhara Madhyamaha Panchamo Dhaivataschata Nishada Iti Saptate Tesham Samyaha Sarigama Padhani Ityaparamataha. So Shruti Bhyas Yuhu Swaraha Swaraha are created out of Shrutis and they are seven in number Shadja, Rishabha, Gandhara, Madhyama, Panchama, Dhaivata, and Nishada. And their symbols are Sarigama Padhani. So when you symbols in the sense when you when you sing you don't sing Shajjar Shabagandara, you'll have to shorten it. Right. So you sing the Sarigama Padhani. So these can be called as the solfa syllables of our uh, music. Right. Right. Just like how you have the Dore Mi Fa Sol right. in right. Western music, these are our uh, solfa syllables. In, in fact it is India's contribution again to world musicology. Indian musicians were the Indian musicologists were the earliest to devise this uh, full-fledged scheme of seven swaras and of course this is derived from the Samaveda, uh, the Archika, Gathika, Samika, Swarantara, Audava, Shadava and Sampurna. That is how the system of seven swaras uh, developed and evolved and, um, after, and it has remained unaltered even to this date. Nobody has been able to add an eighth swara right. and nobody has been able to remove a swara from the list as well. So it is India's contribution and it has been accepted by all other systems of uh, music across the globe. And um, these seven names also have significance, they are not just random names. Shadja, it means Shatja, 
it is the swara which gives rise to the next six swaras ri ga ma pa dha ni uh, the position of these swaras is determined by where you fix the sa if you fear your sa is not not fixed your ri ga ma will not have any identity so shat ja it gives rise to the other six swaras madhyama being the middle swara out of the seven this is the fourth in the position so being the middle swara it is the madhyama panchama being the fifth swara nishada the nishidanti swara sarve the last swara the swaras end here so that is the nishada so all these names have a lot of significance and they are extremely meaningful very nice so that is about uh, swaras and uh, what is note you know swara is often translated as uh, note this is something which uh, you know bothers me very much because i see lot of indian musicians even when teaching their students you know when uh, teaching music they say um, sing this note properly sa note re note ga note you know they say like that which is extremely disturbing uh, so let's understand what um, uh, let's understand what a note is the harvard dictionary of music defines a note as a symbol used in musical notation to represent the duration of a sound and when placed upon a staff to indicate its pitch more generally the pitch itself uh, another important book uh, music and appreciation it says pitches are notated by the placement of notes on a staff a note is a black or white oval to which a stem and flags can be added the higher a note is placed on the staff the higher its pitch so from these two definitions it is clear that note means pitches in an octave generally it means pitches in an octave and specifically it means the symbolic representation of the pitches and the duration in a musical notation so if you have seen a western musical the staff notation written yeah the staff notation which they use it has five i think five lines it will be lines right and these notes these symbols are placed on at different places on those lines but can you say that that's one meaning of note huh. the sound itself is the note but this is just a way of writing it right in both the both the definitions are there here right. you know one one it says generally it means pitches in an octave right. so so let's say we put aside the written written the yes of, because written. that's not as well yes if we take the other definition pitches in an octave it yes. says the general definition is pitches in an octave uh-huh. so going by this if you go back to the definition of semitone how different is it from a semitone semitone is also pitches in an octave right note is also pitches in an octave So, what is the difference between a semitone and note? It's not very clear. But in our tradition, shrutis are twenty-two, swaras are seven. Shrutis are different from swaras. Swaras are born out of shrutis, and they subsequently lead to the creation of ragas. So, the identity of swara is totally uh, different. It has its own independent existence, and it has it has its own value. But here, a note is nothing but a pitch which you indicate in a uh in a particular uh, frequency we you place it there and how you write it basically so here again swara is not equal to note because good. that good. is the um, it's very clear and very interesting very very clear so you to. should all you musicians and teachers you have to be careful about translating swara as note uh and 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 uh, study more and more pra- with practitioners to understand the difference exactly so it is likely that some of these western concepts historically were derived based on indian influence at some places if you look at books on western uh, music at some places it recognizes that some of these elements 
have been uh, borrowed uh, from non-Western musical cultures, and there they put so many other systems of music in that bracket. Yeah, they always like to do that. Yeah. One way to one way to avoid crediting Indian thought yes. is to say this is all the traditions of the world. Everybody is like that. Jung does that. Uh, this whole idea that everybody had this and yes. so on, you know, to uh, to dilute it down. Yeah. They do this with meditation, they do it with yoga, they do it with everything in order not to give credit to a particular civilization because then, then it would bother them. Yes, yes. Somewhere here and there in their books you find India, Indian system, Indian music here and so there. So, somebody has to write the history of Indian influences on Western music. Yes, very important, okay. yes. So, one of the projects that you should do is to find us such a scholar. Oh, wonderful idea. And this is a good topic. The Swara topic is a very important one. Yes. To illustrate this. In. Yes, yes.